Are you ready to unlock your full potential, achieve your fitness goals, and transform your mindset for a happier and healthy life? Well, you're in luck because I just reopened the Know Your Power one-on-one coaching program. If you're ready to get real results, personalized workout and nutrition guidance, elevate your mindset, and have the accountability you always wanted, this is the program for you. Oh, also, there's a bonus. You'll be invited to the exclusive Know Your Power community where you can be a part of a sisterhood of other like-minded, powerful women. Click the link in the description to sign up today before enrollment closes. Welcome back to another episode. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Know Your Power podcast. I'm your host Kendall Aliyah, and I'm Julia Renee. And today we are teaching you how to grow your quads. Your quads a miss. And Julia is a very good person for this. You know, I got. I don't. I try not to read negative comments, but I always do. So like, that's a lie. Like I, I see them anyway. I just try not to let them affect me. But the picture of us together, um, for like the Know Your Power shoot, someone was like, "Oh, you have small quads," just because like I'm standing next to Julia. Hello. Oh my god. That's... I was like, anyone, anyone's quads are gonna look small next to her. Like, trust me, they're not that small. What about the next picture we're posting? On I Saturday? already know because I looked at them and I was like. I, I was saying it to my boyfriend. I was like showing him and I was like, my legs just look so small next to her. It's not fair. Like I hit the front pose and I look like a bikini competitor. Yeah. And no shade to them, but like, I know I'm bigger than that. Yeah, I know it. You are. You definitely are. You definitely are. I'm just a lot in a yeah. small compact space. My boyfriend calls me little tank because I'm five foot That's two, such a good name but there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in a small space. When I walk around, it's just funny, funny looking. Anyway, but yeah, we're to, we're te- we're teaching you. We're we're talking. We're talking about growing your quads and misses. Yes. Um. Should we just get into it? Let's get into okay. it. I'm like out of it this morning. You ran the last episode, and I just let you take the wheel. She and now did. I'm like, I need to be here. Wake up. Um. Okay. The first thing when looking at growing any muscle part is muscles. <laughs> muscle part um, is taking a look at your nutrition first. We've talked about this before in like various different episodes, but just to reiterate, if you're not fueling your body, if you're not eating enough, you're not going to put on muscle like yep. period. If you're in a cutting phase, a caloric deficit, a weight loss part of your journey, um, it's you're not very hard. Yeah. You're it's not eating enough to like fuel muscle recovery to also fuel actually like gaining weight, which like you need to at least be gaining a little weight to be able to put on muscle. So there is a way to grow in a maintenance calorie. We've talked about this. Yeah. Um, but even then like that's body recomposition. So you still are like technically gaining weight. You just might be losing it in other aspects, like the perfect golden um, like rule that everyone wants is like to lose body fat and, and increase muscle. And that's really hard to do. So, especially as like an experienced lifter, but still you need to be eating at least enough to maintain your, your current physique to put on any sort of muscle at all. Yes. Yeah. You just, just think about how, when you're in a deficit and you go to the gym and you don't have enough fuel in the tank, you can't lift as heavy. You can't push yourself to the intensity Mm -hmm. that you want to, now you're not putting on as no, uh, as much muscle. You might be be able to like maintain like what you have. Like for example, yesterday I went to the gym and I only had one meal in mm-hmm. and I lifted so much less on all of my workouts because I didn't have enough fuel in the tank yeah. to do so, yeah. which I don't typically like to do, but I had to. For, yeah. For Everyone's yesterday. different as far as like meals, but I think just essentially putting emphasis on protein intake. I feel like we could always eat more. I feel like most people under eat their protein intake. Um, and you don't have to be having like a hundred protein shakes a day, but I think the good rule of thumb is having like around one gram per pound of body weight. So like if I weigh 160 
pounds, I'm going to be having close to 160 grams of protein a day. So that's just like a good rule of thumb, putting emphasis on carbs too, for like fuel as like pre-workout. So carbs and protein are the most important macronutrients. And then fats kind of come as like a an underhand when it comes to like when you're putting on muscle, I feel like I have more fats in my diet when I'm cutting and less carbs. I don't know about you. No, that's just how my body is. I have like no fats. None. Either way, carbs and protein are just like super important and make sure you're fueling enough because I've had a lot of clients or like girls ask me in the past of like, I'm training super intensely. I'm training three or sorry. Hello. Quads three times a week and I'm not seeing a difference. And I'm like, okay, are you eating enough? And like almost always it's no, like almost always they're under eating and not yeah. fueling their body enough to actually see a difference. So Definitely. look at that first, tackle that first. Cause if that's not in place, everything else we're going to say doesn't yeah. matter. And back <laughs> so. on the protein part, like it is super, super, super important. And one thing that I actually get DM'd a lot about is protein intake on a cut versus a bulk. Mm-hmm. People are asking me, like, what should I change? I change nothing. nothing. (laughs) The the, the answer is nothing. Like, protein is one of those things that should always be a staple. And the other macronutrients of carbs and fats can be manipulated. So, like Kendall was saying, one one gram of protein per pound of body weight is a good rule of thumb. You could have even more than that. I think we can go up to, like, around two grams per pound of body weight. I just know that's a lot for someone especially not used to being in a growing phase. Yes, and I know that even one gram per pound of body weight is a lot when you first get started. Like literally I, in the episode previous, I was talking about how I was looking at my journals and I even saw my macro breakdown and everything. And I was literally having like 130 grams of protein because that's how much I weighed, like 130 pounds at that. Mm -hmm. And I was struggling, Mm -hmm. but I would utilize ways to like get more protein in and ways that I could, whether it was from like high protein foods or snacks or protein shakes, like mixing it into my oatmeal, drinking protein shakes, stuff like that. And now I'm like, oh my God, if I ate that, much I would die like I would be (laughs) so hungry right uh, it's so crazy I would like your body adjusts to and you get used to things like I um I'm right now just like an intuitive eater I don't track my calories I couldn't tell you how much I eat every day but obviously like it's all relatively the same because it's not like my hunger cues are like all up and down yeah and you're maintaining your weight so and the only thing I ever focus on is there needs to be protein on my plate every single meal yeah because our body has four to five opportunities to have muscle protein synthesis synthesis per day. Mm -hmm. So trying to get protein in four to five times a day, if you're able to, I know that can be really challenging for people. Bodybuilders sometimes get it in six times a day. Mm -hmm. They have six meals. Every breakfast is, um, every meal is focused around protein. Like where I'm having my protein, then the rest of the things come after that. So if you can, please try and do that. That'd yeah. be great. Just sneak it into things too. If sneak you it in if you're struggling because eventually you're going to start to get hungrier. You're going to put on more muscle. Yeah. When you have more muscle, it takes a lot more energy to you for you to just maintain the physique that you have mm-hmm. and you're going to be able to eat more and it's going to be great. Along those same lines too, I know it can be intimidating going into something and being like, okay, I'm intentionally gaining weight because sometimes you do need to like put on some body fat in order to put on like an adequate amount of muscle and that can be scary. I totally get it. So it's one of those things that like you're going into this with a purpose and a goal. Your goal is to grow your quads. You need to focus on that as you start to gain weight instead of letting the, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm getting overweight now and I'm unhappy. Take the wheel. Because I remember when I first started growing into the wellness division, my legs were not on par with the other girls. And I was like, I need to put on some major size. And I gained like 
40 pounds. Was all of that muscle? Not at all. And that can be really hard. But at the end of the day, when I cut again, my legs were a good like three inches larger. So it's worth it. It's like a a worth it trade off. And you don't have to like crazy heavy bulk like every year. But sometimes that like initial bulk, you will gain some body fat with it if your body's not used to going through that level of training. True. And I love what you said that you don't have to go to that level of intensity with your bulks. Like gone are the days of needing to like bulk so hard. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. to put on muscle because there's no guarantee that that muscle is going to turn to um, that that weight in pounds is actually going to turn to muscle mm-hmm. because most of the time it's going to turn to fat and then it's going to be harder for you to cut. Trust me, I know I've done it so many times yeah. and it's very difficult to get off. So you can build muscle in maintenance or a little baby, like a, a, a little baby increase in yeah. calories. Like you don't have to go so far in order to get that level of muscle because who knows if it's going to turn I into muscle or fat. I think the statistic is on average, I obviously like more experienced lifters are going to be different than someone like just starting off. Um, but your body can only put on roughly sometimes a little more, sometimes a little less 0.5 pounds of muscle per month. Yeah. So if you're gaining like five pounds in a month, odds yeah. are four of that, if not more, um, is body fat. So yeah, just like regulate yourself. You want to go from like eating 1500 calories a day to 3,500, just baby steps. The same way you cut is how you increase. Yep. Anyway, going into actual workouts now. So if you are eating correctly, now it comes down to the gym. That might be the factor on why you're not seeing your quads grow. Um, just adding in more quad focused exercises. I feel like that's self-explanatory, but sometimes people don't understand that um, some leg exercises aren't actually directly training your quads or don't have a big enough um, activation for your quads as you would realize. So we talked about this a little last episode, but in case you didn't hear it, we're going to go into like a little bit of like our favorite quad exercises and I would want to hear yours, but the ones I had put Leg extensions, which I know we agree on, love those. Um, Split squats, uh, specifically like back leg up split squats, like Bulgarian split squats, I feel those the most. Um, Sissy squats, which is essentially like heel elevated squats, Mm -hmm. or you can do it with like a bar. I've seen them done on machines too, and I think there is like a sissy squat machine platform thing. Some don't have them, but. Yeah, so uh, basically what that is, is like knees close together, more pressure on your toes type of squat. Uh, Walking lunges, pendulum squat, hip press. Those are my absolute like top quad activation exercises. And again, if you didn't listen to last week, um, everyone's different. So you might not feel some of those. So you have to find what actually works for you. But what are some of your favorites? Mine, when I was really trying to pack on size, I would always start with squatting first, like heavier squats when I had enough calories in my system to do so. And then I would always do a leg press, leg extensions, maybe some sissy squats to where like I do the leg extensions and then do an AMRAP of sissy squats where it was really just like targeting it and burning them out. Yeah. Walking lunges mm-hmm. also, if you want to just kill yourself, those are my top. <laughs> yeah. My top. Um, for me as someone who like has less like an easy time growing my quads compared to someone like you. So for my other not quad dominant girls listening, um, I like to start with an activation, then go into compounds, then go into accessories. If I do that, <laughs> you don't I'm need to. toasted by <laughs> yeah. the end. Literally, I don't take any pump workout anything when I train quads because mm-hmm. if I do, I physically it's, it's can't walk. I physically can't take it. <laughs> yeah. But when I'm doing glutes and hamstrings, I take a pump so that I have better activation We're in my so glutes. So opposite. And ham- it's so wild. <laughs> so here, you guys, you're getting some good info from people that literally have 
opposite genetics, like opposite strengths to where we've had to figure out ways in order to grow these areas because where you maybe aren't as strong in them. Yeah. For those of you listening, because you genuinely have a hard time, me too. <laughs> like yes. I I finally got to a place where I know exactly what works for me and mm-hmm. I stick with it now. Um, but it took forever to get here. Like I was always leg dominant, but definitely more like hamstring glute. Like yeah. I'm not naturally, I don't have like a big like outer sweep. So yeah. that's something I've had to like take time to learn how to train it, what works for me, sets and reps and all of those. So for me, like a basic breakdown, like I said, I start with activation. So I usually like to start with something like a leg extension like just light very light just mm-hmm. getting some blood flow into the muscle exactly and then i i always focus on like toes in on almost everything quad just because i really need to focus on that outer quad okay yeah so i like to like slightly rotate my hips inward that allows for like a little more extension on the outer sweep especially like down near the knee because i feel like that's mm-hmm. where i always want more growth um and then i'll go into a heavy compound so that'll be like my squat leg press hip press pendulum squat whatever it is is like I usually do one or two heavy movements. So like one or two compound movements where yes, you're using also like hamstrings and glutes, but as long as you're focusing and maybe slightly like tweaking your form Mm -hmm. to feel it a little more in quads, I feel like it's still important. And since you start with activation, you're going to feel them more versus if I like just went into a leg press, my hamstrings are always going to kick in. Yeah. And it's harder to go as heavy as you would want because mm-hmm. you're going like you're going zero to 100 real quick yeah exactly and then um always finishing with accessories so I, like I said last episode I'll sometimes do like extensions like twice in one workout I'll do like a light activation in the beginning and then maybe like heavy drop sets or like super sets later in my workout so just find what works for you again exercise wise but I think those give you like a few good ideas and definitely activate if you have a hard time connecting with your quads do anything you can to activate yeah. I even used to start with like body weight lunges just like get my my full leg working i start my now quad workouts which i only do once every other week with walking lunges like to just get some blood flow in there but i only do two sets because of just if i do too many then my quad just they blow up (laughs) and then i'm in pain the entire time before i have to be when you were like starting your fitness journey as far as like bodybuilding were you always was it always easier for you to train quads like would they always get like that or that's just now my quads can take a lot of pain like Uh a lot of pain it's just weird like and my glutes and hamstrings like they can't take as much pain as Mm -hmm. my quads my quads like they feel nothing Mm -hmm. like they I've been able to do nine plates on leg press I've been able to do 350 pound squat like (laughs) my and and continue I've been able to do like 230 pounds on a leg extension like uh, they just can take a lot of pain so I feel like that's why they also just grew so much but like my staples when I was really trying to grow them to the point where I have now where I have to back off it was like squats it was those heavy leg extensions with Mm -hmm. the drop sets it was walking lunges until failure it was leg presses with lots of plates on there but really really focused time under tension yeah, there was this one thing that I used to do when I was working one-on-one with my um, uh, coach, Renee, who he was my one-on-one coach for just training. Mm-hmm. And um, he would help me PR on my squats, all of those things, like do really heavy on the leg press. We did this thing where we would do like nine plates on each side and then he'd take off two. Then I'd go 10 mm-hmm. reps. Then he'd take off one, 10 reps. And I would do it until all the plates were gone. Yeah. It was the worst 
but the best. I, that was also a staple of mine. Granted, I wasn't doing nine plates, but I would have like a good, like six or seven each side. Um, and I didn't have a coach. So I would stand up, I would take them off myself, sit down as fast as I could go back into the next set. First off cardio, 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 (laughs) an insane amount. I did like a drop set like that just from like four plates down to one the other Mm -hmm. day. And I was dying. And I was like, how did I used to do like almost like a five set drop set all the time, especially with like how much I have backed off from training quads. Like my strength when I'm doing quad focused things, isn't as strong anymore, but Mm -hmm. the size is still there. I'm like, I don't fucking know. (laughs) Nine plates. I don't know. I did that. Exactly. I do notice like Um, I feel like strength and we'll go into like progressive overload in a minute, but strength does like ebb and flow. So just push yourself as hard as as you can handle in that moment on that day, in that time, like you're a hundred percent on one day will not look the same as a hundred percent on another day. But as long as you're approaching it with that, like, I need to push myself. Like if you're, if you're doing weights and you're like, stop at 10, you're like, la di da. Like that was pretty easy. Like you're not going heavy enough. Like Mm -hmm. you're not pushing hard enough. You, you're not going to adequately grow your muscle if you're not training with intensity. That's true. And that's one of the biggest things too, is that a lot of people are curious, like, why are they not growing their quads? And it's, they're not, they're really not training as intensely as they should. Mm -hmm. They're like lollygagging on their phone. Like they're not actually focused and they're there. Um, I see, I see this a lot. Like I see this a lot with girls. I, when I would train anybody in person, I was like, oh much, you're not training as, as much Mm -hmm. intensity as I know that you can. Mm -hmm. And you're not pushing yourself and you could lift so much heavier. And I'd show them like, look how much you can actually lift. And they'd be like, oh my God, I didn't know. It's so easy to like write it off as like, oh, that's too heavy or that's too challenging. I remember even when like Julia and I started training together, I thought I was in a place where I was like pushing myself to my max all the time. Sometimes you can't do that alone. Like once I started training with you and I had you there as security of like, if I can't get this up, I have someone here to help me. That's what I needed. I needed that like one extra plate on that I knew I couldn't do on my own just because God forbid I can't lift it up, then I'm going to yeah. be stuck. And you have so. more confidence now because instead of going into it and be like, I don't know if I can, you're like, well, if I can, someone's there. Exactly. It's exactly. Fine. It just gives you like yeah. a safety blanket. We can continue talking about like intensity and I'll backtrack in a sec. Um, so just like progressive overloading in general, when you're training any muscle group, if you want to progress, hello, it's like in the word progressive overloading. It's essentially a type of training that involves gradually increasing the intensity or difficulty of workouts over time. So that doesn't that doesn't mean you have to like increase within your set, but like yeah. week by week, month by month, increasing how many reps you're doing, increase the weight you're using, et cetera. Just like pushing yourself to a point where you weren't the week prior is all you need to do. Even if that's putting like a five pound weight on there, yes. it's still going to add a difference. It's five pounds more than last week. Exactly. And that's still going to like progress your muscles. If you stay in the same place and you're just like content being there and you're not pushing yourself anymore, your body's going to get used to it and you're not going to see you're a difference. You're just going to stay right there. Yeah. You're going to plateau. You'll just stay there. Yep. <laughs> and there, you can progressive overload, like Kendall said, in multiple ways by increasing the weight, increasing the intensity, increasing the rep count, anything Mm -hmm. that you can do, increasing it those ways where you're continuously challenging the muscle helps because there might be some weeks where you can't lift heavier Mm -hmm. and that's okay. It could be because maybe you didn't have enough sleep. You don't have enough foods. Like, I don't know, maybe you're on your cycle and maybe you can't go as heavy, but maybe you can do more reps of that same weight that you did. That's progressive. And like we said before, if you're switching up your workout every single time you're in the gym, you're not going to know if you're progressive overloading. You're not going to know if you're getting better week by week, if you're not even doing the same exercise. And if you're not even tracking it to begin with, if you're just like keeping it in your mind, 
If you can remember every single weight that you lifted on every workout for all of the days, uh, impressive. How <laughs> impressive? But track it all. Yeah, I used to. Um, I always used the app Trainerize, and that's like what one of my coach like put me onto, and now I use that for some of my online clients. Um, but it just like it tells you what you did the week before, yeah. so it's like a fun challenge too. Of like, okay, can I do five pounds heavier? Can I do one extra rep? Like whatever it looks like, as long as you're continuing to push yourself. It's, as soon as you become content, is when you're not going to make progress anymore. Yep. Um, another thing, I was going to add. Hold on, I lost my train of thought. Adding more volume. That works. We can go there. Yeah, we missed that one. <laughs> Add more volume into your training. So I would say you should at least, if growing your quads is your goal, have two leg days in your two leg days per week. Yeah. If Once you can I started have, doing this, it was like pew. Yeah. Like my progress was like, whoa. Cause you're giving yourself now two opportunities for growth instead mm -hmm. of just one a week. Mm -hmm. And it's splitting them up where they're further enough away to where you have enough time to rest and then you can hit it just as hard the next time. Game changer. Yeah, exactly. Changer. My favorite way to split it when I'm actively trying to grow my quads, which is kind of like the phase I'm in again right now, I kind of like go through phases of like, let's focus on glutes. Let's focus on quads. Never hamstrings because they're too much. <laughs> um, uh, I'll do like a really heavy full leg day Monday, like mm -hmm. start my week strong, like kill it. I'm obviously going to be really sore. So the next day I'll do like maybe upper body. The next day after that, I'll even rest. So that's like then two yes. day break. Yes. And then I'll do hamstring and glute when I come back. So yes. I'm giving my quads even more rest yes. at this point. And then another upper body day. And then that end of the week cap, yep. I can hit quads again. And maybe I'll just do quads like on their own entirely. Mm -hmm. So splitting it up, having like two quad focused leg days in there. If you can add a third one in, add like, even if it's just one movement on that day, that's getting more yes. sets in. Yeah. And that's the thing is that you don't have to, if you can't physically add like a full other dedicated day, mm -hmm. just adding in like more leg extensions, like when you're doing your back exercise or yeah. whatever it might be, just getting those extra reps and sets in during the week in any way that you can. But if you can have a dedicated other day for it, definitely do that. Yeah. And then I think adding supersets, tri-sets, drop sets whenever you can, any way to get more volume in, even if it's like the end of your workout, you're super fatigued, you killed your quads, doing like a body weight lunge set just to finish off strong, like or just body adding weight sissy squats exactly. or something, just adding something to really bring those quads to failure. Yeah. Cause if you're like able to, I feel like this is my good rule of thumb. If you're able to like easily walk out of the gym, <laughs> you didn't train hard enough. Like you should be really fatigued in your quads by the end of like a good quad focused leg day. You should walk like you have a stick up your butt. <laughs> like, eh. That was honestly. me yesterday. I was like, ow, ow. That, me last night was honestly the first thing. And I think just to, just to remind you guys, we're in the same boat here. Um, I don't usually fuel myself enough before a workout. Like I like to train kind of earlier in the day. I maybe have like one meal. I like working out fasted. Um, last night is when I went and it was Halloween yesterday. So at the time of filming this, um, so I had like two pieces of candy, like that alone made my quads what? just like pump up like That's an insane crazy. amount because I'm not used to having any like sugars and like simple carbs in my system when I go work out. Like usually I, if anything, have like eggs and like a rice cake. <laughs> like, okay. Eat more food, Kendall. Yeah. Eat more food. And then your quads will grow. Right. Listen to your <laughs> what own a advice. Concept. 
Um, the last thing I want to go into is recovery. So coming off of volume, yes, we're saying train legs, say like three times a week, but if you're overtraining and not recovering, I feel like I'm reiterating a lot from Monday's episode, but it's okay. Um, if you're overtraining and you're not giving your body time to heal from the work you're putting into it, you're not going to see a difference. So if you're doing your nutrition hundred percent, you're killing your workouts and you're like, why am I still not growing? You might be overtraining. You might be training quads too often to the point where you can't push them anymore because you're fatigued all the time, or you're not giving yourself enough time to actually put on the muscle mass because you're constantly just tearing down your muscles. You're not giving them time to repair. If you can't repair, first off, injuries, like hello, and then you're going to be out of leg day entirely. And then we're sad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then we're just um, sad. So just make sure you are splitting up your leg days. If you're focused a hundred percent on quads for two leg days a week, make sure they're far apart enough that you're not still sore. Or if you are sore, it's not to a place where like you can't do an exercise properly. A hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. Do you have anything to add for quad growth? Quad growth. <laughs> I don't really know much about growing quads. Nothing at all. You were born this way. No, I think we like hit everything. Yeah, it's it's um, just um, for me, it's the intensity thing. Mm -hmm. That's mostly one of the problems that people aren't lifting as heavy as they can. They're they're maybe too scared. They're not focused when they go to the gym. They're just kind of going through the motions. They don't stay on track with their workout programming. They don't track their progress. Like all of that needs to be on point if this is something that you, re if you really want to grow, mm -hmm. if you want to go after this goal, you need to be focused on this goal. So do it. I'll literally move a leg day. If I'm supposed to hit legs on Monday and I wake up and I'm exhausted and I'm on my way to the gym and my mentality just isn't there. Yeah. I'll, I'll move yep. it. I'll do it tomorrow yep. because I'd rather go in with a hundred percent like intensity and focus than be like dreading training. Yeah. If that makes sense. Or if you're already like way too, too fatigued and you're like, I don't think I'm going to be able to give this my best. Yeah. Just move it. Yeah. It's, okay. it's not going to kill you to you like switch your routine around. Just move it. It's <laughs> yeah. okay. It's better to, to go all in when you can. And then like, obviously no distractions in the gyms, things like that. Like we're ones to like not have our phone on us and like be texting people back. Like really just try to focus in on your workouts. It really makes a difference. Like just try applying yourself. Like even this week alone, like try to kill your workout today, the day you're listening to this and see the difference it makes going in with that mentality. Yep. Put your phone on, do not disturb, focus on you. This is your time. Your time. To grow, grow your quads. Grow your quads. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I hope this helps. I hope you guys all uh, get huge quads. Yes, we're going to be quad mommies. <laughs> yes, we love you all so much. And remember, you are more powerful than you think. Bye. Bye.